What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we rip off Marvel Studios. And we ask ourselves, what if? We're your host. I'm Ricky. I'm Austin. I'm Ian. And this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. So I was going to ask why we're sitting in here in the dark, but I think we're past the point of no return on that one. What do you mean? Like we can't get up and turn on the light? No, no. No, we just we just have this one sunbeam coming in <laughs> through the window. It's like a cave. It adds a level of like ambiance to it, like we're in like a like a noir film, you know, like uh, what now? Noir. noir, noir. Is it noir? <laughs> noir, yeah. Noir. What, what did I say? Noir. 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 <laughs> the noir film. <laughs> you know, like we're about to have an interrogation go down. I mean, this is the benefit of living in Arizona, right? You get these bright rays, even though they're singular. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to cool down, man. Pretty happy about that. And also, hey, by the way, welcome back to the episode to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Ian. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah finally yeah. back in the studio. Des Moines was uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we said you were. Yes. We always forget. Yeah. <laughs> what do we have? Uh, what do we have as far as Avatar news, guys? I don't think we have anything. We don't really have anything, but I did want to talk about that um, video of the Zuko actor for the netflix live action doing all that crazy bow staff stuff i haven't seen that no i haven't seen that either yeah you did i sent it to you when you oh. said blue spirit oh yeah 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 Dude. that was really cool yes. he, that was a really cool he video rips on it with the bow staff really oh my god he nice. definitely has training like it makes i was like okay yeah he he had this training before he accepted the role that's why they picked him i That's think sure. all these actors have some sort of martial art training I'm that would make sure. sense. Like yeah. I've seen a video of the there guy that go. plays soccer doing stuff too. Dude, he shredding on the bow staff though. Look at the actor that plays Zuko. What's yeah, it, what's his name? Oh man, oh, I don't know. Good. <laughs> Not we should have with that it. reference, yeah, but we'll pull that up though. But he uh, he does this really cool move. My favorite move on it. And this is one thing that like for me was like, oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. He does this like cartwheel, but instead of using his hand, he uses the bow staff. Oh yeah, dope. What? And cartwheels over the bow staff. What? Oh dude. Oh yeah. So cool. You don't know how to do that? I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find the dude's name right now. I think I think I could pull that off with no training. With no training? Yeah. <laughs> we have a PVC pipe in the back. Let's do I'll it. do it. Let's do it. I'll yeah, do it right now. Dal- Dallas Lou, I think. L-I-U. Yeah, that name. sounds right. Yeah. Super awesome. Very, very, very excited for the Netflix. Did we share that to our story day. on Instagram? We did. Nice. Yeah, we did. We'll do it again when this episode drops. Yeah, super cool. Um, but yeah, we really don't have anything for Avatar news. I mean, it's been a very busy couple weeks with Avatar news recently, but now we're in another one of those uh, valleys, those lulls. Yeah, but it's okay. We we've still got a pretty constant stream of things coming through, coming down the pipeline. And anyway, they just had a, a bunch of really big weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, we right. had we had a couple weeks where we were talking for like thirty minutes about Avatar news. So. It makes sense. It seems like the news is getting a little bit more consistent, more stuff coming out, a little bit more frequently. And then I think really next year, everything's going to start popping off. I think we're going to get news like we're getting Marvel news right now or Disney news right now, where it's like every month there's something coming out. 
or at least something getting announced. What the hell happened? Speaking of Marvel, what the hell happened with that with the Spider-Man thing getting leaked? I think it was by design. Oh, I think it was intentional. I think that happens all the time. Yeah, like a company will will leak something like that, especially something of this magnitude. Because because sure. then everybody's like, "Ooh, it's not supposed to be out." Ooh. Right, and then they'll watch it. Yeah, but do you have to do that with with an IP like Spider Man? Why not? It doesn't hurt him to do it. Yeah, I guess you're right. The only thing that made me think it wasn't by design was the immediate yeah. official release. Right, right, right. It could have been. It could have been someone hacked their servers and then. They're like, oh shit! Who's the most recent Spider-Man? Tom, um, Holland. Tom Holland. I mean, he's notorious for spoilers. Maybe they just knew he was well, gonna. Yeah, he just opens his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for the new Spider-Man though. Still haven't watched the trailer though. Me and Ian are on the no trailer. I haven't. Trailer. I haven't the watched no, the, trailer. the no trailer train. I no refuse way. to watch it. Oh, you're not watching it. Either? I don't think so. So well, gonna... now I I really want to. Now that it's officially released, I really want to. So here's the thing: we all don't like watching trailers because we like the excitement of getting it fresh when we watch it because we know we're going to like it no matter what or at least we know we're going to watch it no matter what right uh but us and on the podcast have a responsibility we have to watch the avatar netflix trailer when it comes out oh yeah. or any trailer when oh it comes yeah out. oh yeah when it comes to avatar yeah for sure yeah we just yeah. Avatar, we have to be though. up to although, date although i might i might just forego these these trailers and then you guys can talk about it while i'm in the other room or something <laughs> like i don't know yeah right he's gonna have a stethoscope up on the door <laughs> listening he edits all the episodes. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn it. We're going to have five minutes of unedited conversation. Oh, man. Yeah, you're, you're, it's too bad. Too, too, you're in too deep, Ian. You're yep. going to have to watch them. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Which is kind of a bummer because I, I do, I've enjoyed not watching trailers. For sure, right. I don't think uh, I don't think I've ever stuck to it. Like a movie I've wanted to see where I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, you've you've watched all the trailers? Um, Say, like I'm sorry. In the past. Say that again. Like I don't think I don't think there's like like okay the upcoming Marvel movie. Actually, I haven't seen uh, the Shang Chi trailer, so I could go into that. Oh, blind. Man, I have a feeling that it, I mean I know nothing about that character, like literally nothing, and I'm pretty ingrained in comics. Uh huh. I think that movie is going to bomb. Really? I, I really do. I think it, so. And I'm not saying it's going to be a bad movie. Do you? I mean, how did you like Solo when it came out? It was okay. okay. It was okay. Yeah. Rogue One was pretty damn good. It was. It was. It, I really like Rogue One. But Episode Eight came out like in between Rogue One and Solo. Right. So Solo just took a big fat dump because Episode Eight was so terrible. But it wasn't actually a good movie. I think Shang Chi is, is is going to be the same thing, kind of. In it's that, like it's the first movie to to really come out exclusively for theaters, even though it's supposed to be Black Widow. And I just I don't think people know enough about it. I don't think the Guardians of the Galaxy effect is gonna is gonna happen with Shang Chi. But that's just me. Oh, okay. okay. I see what you're yeah, saying. I see what you're it's saying. It's not gonna stand alone on it. It's not gonna be strong enough on its own. So, right, I mean, they had Chris Pratt, they had Dave Bautista, they had like all these yeah. these top names to play the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know who this guy playing Shang Chi is. I have no idea. I will say I haven't watched the trailer, but I've seen little clips of it, and uh, it looks super kung fu-y. And for me, I'm all about that. I love kung I mean, fu. Yeah. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan, yeah. so I'm super stoked for that side of it. But uh, the Ten Rings and the it's reminding me of uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, almost in the way that like <laughs> the kidding. trailer is because I've seen like clips of the trailer and it seems it seems um, much more 
fight like hand-to-hand combat than a lot of the other we right. should go watch it why don't we watch it i think i'll watch that i'm one. definitely gonna go see it because it's a marvel movie yeah i've seen every single marvel movie with oh, the exception of black should... widow <laughs> you haven't seen it, black widow i've seen black widow oh. but every other marvel movie in the theaters uh but you're saying we should go see it together yeah yeah that'd be cool yeah that'd be fun yeah nice i'm, I'm down for that for sure i'm trying to find i've been looking on my phone on imdb for a here we go shadow and bone so the netflix series i think if it has the bending um, like in Shadow and Bone, like the elemental bending, I think it's going to be amazing. I haven't seen that. Shadow oh. and Bone, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix, and it's kind of like it's kind of Avatar-y. It's it's set in like some fantastical world where people like shadow bend and light bend and and air bend and fire bend and all that, but they call it something completely different. Oh, okay. So. It's it, not bending. It's not quote unquote they, bending. They call themselves like illuminators or something. It's it's a different word. But Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Check it out. I think that that the bending in the Avatar Netflix show is going to be similar to this. Okay. Is it a good show? I yeah, it's a it's a fantastic show. I'll it's based it's out. based off of a book. I'll check that out. Well, I like what you what Ricky it's said. Based off of book 1 Water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like what Ricky said though that one time how it could be like bright too, which was kind of had that AJ said that not me. or was it AJ? Yeah. yeah, on the live stream or the almost live stream. How what the net, the, the 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 Netflix movie Bright with uh, Will Smith? Right. How because there's not really bending in it, but there is that one like whimsical magical right character that fairy character that uh, has some powers, and it added it. It made it like a little bit more I don't real. Remember that? Man. I think you're misremembering the conversation we had. We were talking about Avatar in the modern world, and AJ was comparing <laughs> oh, that right. that to Bright. How yeah. how that had yeah no then we also went down how that would work as, as from a, how that how they could play that off I think in, in the Avatar too I think it's gonna be more like Shadow and Bone I really do I'll check that out I've definitely, never heard of that definitely check it out it's really cool if you like that fantasy type stuff which we all do uh, absolutely yeah Apparently. I don't think this is a podcast for that kind of stuff no right uh, <laughs> yeah, super realistic here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did want to talk about, so we really don't have Avatar news, um, but we did have Marvel news, so that was fun. <laughs> but uh, we did want to talk about a, a, coincidentally, a recent Reddit thread. We were kind of throwing around this idea of like, you know, with Marvel, there's the, the new What If series that's out. And we did want to kind of do a What If on the Avatar verse. And specifically, probably Avatar The Last Airbender. I don't think. Uh, at least on this episode, um, do we want to stick? To I mean, when we were doing the live show, we talked about what if Korra, the Red Lotus, had succeeded in in capturing Korra when she was a kid and trained like yeah, a super evil, fun conversation. Evil Avatar. We're not going to do that today because we already talked about it on the live show. Right. And thank you if you tuned into that. That was a really fun conversation. Yeah, but uh, coincidentally, there is a Reddit thread that dropped this week that somebody said, what is your uh, what-if Avatar scenarios? And I think we're just going to come go through these a little bit and pick some out and debunk them or agree with them or or go down the rabbit hole on them a little bit. And we'll see how many we can get through. Um, yeah. Okay, let's start with one we can just shut down. What if <laughs> – it said, what if, what if Sokka was the waterbender and not Katara? Same same story, <laughs> like pretty much. It's just it's just it's, the Paku thing's different. That's it. He yeah. they go to oh, the, yeah. they go to the Northern Water Tribe and Paku trains him, and that's okay. Yeah, right. Because he's a man. Right? Yeah. Now it just flip. It just flips the switch then, and and Paku's a woman now, and they only teach females <laughs> in the Northern Water Tribe. <laughs> Strictly matriarchal in that society. Uh, he would have to learn healing 
from from Paku. From Paka. Paka. That's the female version. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. I don't think waterbending. I mean, it's a central, uh, integral part to Katara's character, but I don't think that's the main driving force of her character. No. I yeah. Don't. I think it's the the motherliness of her and how she interacts with each one in a motherly fashion. I gotta say, Katara and the Pirate Silver would be pretty lame if she couldn't <laughs> bend, and she would have died too. By the way, she would have fallen off if Appa. Was, you're saying if she couldn't you're... waterbend. She would have fallen <laughs> off Appa and died. <laughs> you're saying. You're saying. You're saying that that if they made a Sokka standalone, it would be boring. No, you man. know what I'm saying, dude. I think mm, that would be dope. Why don't I we mean, ha- Why don't we have a Sokka standalone? Damn it! Yeah. Now yeah. I really want a Sokka standalone. Yeah, it wouldn't well, be okay. It wouldn't be boring, but she would have died in Katara and the Pirate Silver, <laughs> right? When she <laughs> fell off of but would have been Sokka and the Pirate Silver at that point. Oh, I think that's the whole point. We're, oh, okay. we're swapping Swap roles. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. completely swapping. You can still tell the same stories if you swap them out. Yeah. What if? Just this is just a, on the same kind of topic. What if uh, Katara and Sokka were from the Northern Water Tribe? Oh, okay. How do um, you think? What does that change? Well, I'm just thinking. That's what that's the question. Like, would it change maybe the way they thought of the war? Would they have been so ready to help Aang? Oh yeah. You if know? they discovered Aang, well, that would imply that they just they yeah. discovered Aang at the Northern Water. Yeah, what what if it took place southern. in the northern tribe instead of the southern? How would that change the trajectory is of Aang, the story? Is Aang well, still in an iceberg in the south? No. No, it would, yeah, it would have no. to be in the north. Just like we're swapping Katara and Aang, we're swapping north to south. I really don't know how much that changes. Well, think about it. Aang would get his training. Immediately. Immediately and yeah. well before the time of the Siege of the North. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Right. Yeah, but I'm just wondering, would they be so ready to go out and – and out out of the northern water tribe because the whole complaint from the southern water tribe is that they hid behind their walls, right? You know, would they try to force Ang to do the same? I think that would rely more on Ang. That's more branching into what would Ang do, and less about how they found it. I get, I, I think you're right. It probably wouldn't change this. Well, I mean, essentially, the reason that Katara was able to learn as much as she was was the adventure between the southern water tribe and the northern water tribe. So she got the water scroll and all that kind of good stuff. And then they try to find Aang, a waterbending master. So then she got her training from the waterbending master. If if it was in the Northern Water Tribe at the whole time, she would have been a healer the entire time because she would have been uh, seeing the customs of the North, right, or uh, right. Obe- obeying the customs of the North. Right. So so we could have skipped some steps. We we could have skipped some steps immediately. We maybe we would have seen Toph in season one. Maybe maybe season one wasn't water. Maybe it was. It was, you know, Earth, because he would Cause already. He, well, I mean, he still has to get discovered in the iceberg. It'd still be water, means, yeah. but it would be a quicker season, right? Right. Yeah, right. much quicker. Yeah, they'd have to add a lot of filler in there. It definitely makes sense for it to be in the Southern Water Tribe. But then, he, how would he go find an Earthbending teacher? Because remember, initially he was supposed to go train with Boomy, but he wouldn't have known where Boomy was. He wouldn't know that Boomy's the king of Omashu at the time. I know, I know. Eventually, they they basically go out and try to find a teacher, an earthbending teacher. But where does that journey start? How do they go about doing that? Probably the same way they did in the Southern Water Tribe. I don't see how that would change. Hmm. Because either way, they got to go find an earthbending teacher. So if Katara would have been a healer the entire time, she wouldn't have necessarily been a uh, combat 
any kind of combat training. You know what? Maybe Katara and Taka, if they're from the Northern Water Tribe, maybe they don't accompany Aang at all. Or maybe that's how the roles get switched. Maybe in the Northern Water Tribe, if Sokka's the waterbender instead of Katara being the waterbender. Hmm. I, I think that's the only way that, that storyline works, but yeah. whatever. And that's pretty. That's a pretty far stretch, too. That's changing a lot of things. Right. That's not necessarily just one thing. Well, yeah, but we're doing a what if. So. But what, yeah. what I was trying to say is if she was a, a healer the entire time, she maybe she taught Aang how to heal. Okay. And then Paku taught him how to fight. Right. Yeah. Well, and Aang could have gone straight to Tian Law. Tweedlaw, yeah, and had that experience right right away. Yeah, I think he would have been more intact with the spirit world. Yeah, with that oasis being there. If she was in the water tribe and the revolt and the and the and the roles weren't reversed between her and Sokka, she would be a healer. She would already. Be, I would feel like you're right, less combative, right? Focused more maternal instinct kind right. of feeling, right? Um, that love connection between Aang and and Katara would have developed much earlier too, I would think. Probably. But and then also, I mean, their mother wouldn't be dead. Their oh, I mean, true. their their father wouldn't be out in the war. So it's a, it's it changes at like pretty much everything if it was in the water tribe, I think. Yeah, it would change pretty much I, everything. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it definitely thinks it changes a lot. Because Yeah, I don't think I don't think Katara or Sokka would end up on on the journey right at all. Maybe yeah. it's UA instead of yeah, or or, mm. or they they assign, you know, oh, here are our best warriors out of the tribe. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, to accompany the Avatar. Yeah. The gang would, yeah. It wouldn't be a gang anymore at that point. It'd be more of like a, a military operation. Well, he would yeah. have he would have his, his trainers in the same way that, that Kiyoshi did or that Korra did. That's true. It would be a more traditional gang where they're appointed to him. Right. Rather right. than they found him. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That is Boom. true. Boom. Boom. Got you. That's how that's how it would play out. <laughs> he gets trained by John Zoo. I mean, John Zoo's well dead, but <laughs> oh, no, that's true. If it was in the Water Tribe, Northern Water Tribe, and Paku was there, then the White Lotus would be involved right away. Oh yeah. So, so I mean, Boomy Paku did did train him. I'm, no, I'm talking about no. Right so right he away, would though. find he would know about King Boomy then in that sense, and Iroh would know right away too. Even though he's out with Zuko, I'm sure he would get word of it somehow. That the Avatar is in the Northern Water Tribe, and and how would that dynamic play out between Iroh and Zuko at that point? Would Iroh tell Zuko? Because Zuko is looking for. I mean, Iroh does help help him track down Aang. I, I think he helped him track down Aang because he had almost like an ulterior motive, right, of saving his nephew. Well, I mean, I think I think when it comes down to the brass tacks, I think Iroh would would save the Avatar over helping Zuko kill him. I think if if Iron well, yeah. Zuko, this is another what if scenario. If Iron Zuko did find Aang in the in the Northern Water Tribe or the Southern Water Tribe, right? Iroh would protect the Avatar over helping Zuko. Well, it's funny because Iroh and Zuko have found the Avatar in the Southern Water Tribe and in the North Northern oh, Water Tribe yeah, that's in the true. show. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's not really much of a what if. I'm, I'm talking about that yeah. Out. I guess I'm talking I, more about like it's time to kill him kind of thing. So I don't I don't know about that. I think in the in the early parts of season one. I, I definitely think that Iroh has his uh, alliances with the, the Fire Nation. I really do. He's still going through that transformation I, I process. I think he's maybe. going through that transformation. And he's still part of the White Lotus, but he's still a, a, a resident of the Fire Nation. And I think he would have he helped Zuko capture Aang, but I don't think he would have let him kill Aang. He would have persuaded him to not kill Aang. And then maybe on the journey from wherever they were, 
back to the Fire Nation, maybe he had a change of heart and then was like, yeah, we this is the Avatar. We we need to preserve him. Yeah, or just like the whole way trying to devise some way to get Aang out of the situation. Right, right, right. Yeah, from the get-go. Right. Just being covert as the White Lotus are. Right. Playing both sides of the... I, yeah. I, he would definitely play both sides of the fence. Yeah, he'd be playing Pai Show against him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, real-life Pai Show. That's a good... Uh, Thinking, move, thinking okay. moves ahead. And another one that I think uh, that I saw on the thread that we should talk about is what if Iroh was successful in the siege of Ba Sing Se and in turn Lu Ten did not die? Oh, that changes the whole. So that means because that happens while Aang's frozen. So that means when he gets unfrozen, they've already won the war, right? Basically. I mean, essentially. At least, at least the war in the Earth Kingdom, right? Yeah, but what's left? I mean, the water tribe, southern water tribe, or northern, northern water, tribe? water tribe. Yeah, yeah, but where do they go from there? And then, and then, Iroh would never have a change of heart. So Iroh would be Fire Lord, would he not? I think he'd be Fire Lord at this point. Yeah, yeah, because oh, he shoot. would he would take the throne. So if he was Fire Lord and White Lotus, though, would he even continue I, the I, hunt for the Avatar? I think he joined the White Lotus after his 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 uh enlightening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yep. oh that's right and part, of, part yeah. of the the letters of letters to zuko that's what he says yeah that's some deep that's some deep canon stuff you have to really know yeah. that yeah <laughs> that is some deep canon shit yeah <laughs> stuff you only get here on the couch car podcast or if you buy the books i i mean every single fire lord that we've seen has been somewhat crazy you know if iroh doesn't have that change of heart if he doesn't go to the White Lotus, does he have that craziness in him to really pursue the eradication of the rest of the world? Well, I think I think if if he wins if he wins a battle of Bossing Say and Luten doesn't die, Zuko doesn't exist in the story anymore. I mean he is Why? A, he's a character, but he's not he's not He's just a a backstory character. I don't agree with that. Why why what would be his role at that point? There'd be no need for him to be banished. There'd be no need for him to go on a hunt for the Avatar because the Fire Lord's already on the hunt for the Avatar. I still think he would play a bigger role because of how Iroh felt about him, even when when Lutin was around. That's true. He did. I mean, we have that yeah. that scene where he's playing with Zuko, uh, you have baby Zuko, and Lutin's you know toddler Lutin's right there. So yeah, he's different. I think Iroh is different than Ozai, personality wise. Yeah, I, more more been. compassionate. I think so. Yeah. Always has been like that. Yeah, but then yeah. But he and in the letters to Zuko, he talks about how he, you know, was zealous in his, you know, search for power. And yeah, the, and he was like a warmonger. Right, right. So if he went down that road, I mean, who knows what would happen? I think it would have made Zuko a much more intimidating character, right? Because he would right. be under his uncle now. Sure. With actual training and all that, you know, he didn't get banished. Does I mean does at that point does Ozai? like disown Zuko as well. Like they're still, they're still, I mean, Ozai's still a prick, right? Ozai still hates uh, Ursa. Ozai still hates Zuko, mm-hmm. right? So does he, and he, he wants to be Fire Lord this entire time, but he can't be Fire Lord because Iroh was successful at bossing say, you know. I still think Ozai is trying to hatch a plan to overthrow his brother. You think so? Yeah, yeah. he's a dick. Ooh, what if, what if he becomes Fire Lord? What if Iroh becomes Fire Lord and then Ozai overthrows Iroh by killing Luten? Why does... Just like... <laughs> I could see something like you don't like have a, a, like a, you don't have a hair, uh, an heir to the throne, so it's only right that I should be the Fire Lord because oh, okay. I have Zuko. Sure. 
And then Ursa, Zuko still gets banished Ursa anyway. Poisons after the fact. Right. Ursa poisons Luten. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think it's that... It's getting dark. I don't think... This, I don't is why think we should, this is why we should have the light on when we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's against Ursa's character. Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't. Yeah. There's no way. She. I mean, albeit she was selfish because she wanted, in a sense, she was protecting her son. So she killed somebody else to protect her son. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, the guy probably deserved it. Well, <laughs> I don't think Luten would deserve it so much. Right. <laughs> yeah, Zulan, probably not a good guy. Yeah. You know, the whole genocide thing kind of. I don't think Zulan was as crazy as Ozai, though. He was crazy, but I don't think he was crazy as Ozai. Well, he was more accomplished. Ozai did not really do that much. Right. You know? Mm. All he did was sit in his throne and get angry all the time. I mean, he did conquer Ba Sing Se through his daughter. Uh, you know, it was, that happened Azula during his reign. Yeah, I understand, right. but that happened during his reign. He gets credit for that because right. he is the fire true. lord. Right. True. Even though it was only like a couple days that they, or no, I guess it was a couple, uh, no, couple months. All through season time. five, or season season five, season three. <laughs> like, damn, yeah. where were you watching season five, man? Yeah, yeah dude. Couple, so they, they only retake Bossing Se during the finale. Yeah. So a couple. How long it's is that? It's, it's like because no they're on that island with Zuko for a bit. So it's like a few months. Yeah, probably a couple months that they Stern conquered spring. it. Either way, conquered it. Yeah, right at the end. I mean, the whole show is a year's time, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question. So I've been I've been watching season two, uh, and I was watching Bitter Work, where where Toph is teaching uh-huh. Aang how to earthbend. Right. How long is that? Is that transition? You know, I saw something where somebody actually breaks down the timeline, and. We, I, I wish we had that because somebody actually has put in the time and they like break down the timeline as best as we can decipher really? it. Like yeah. how long did it take? I think it's Ang- like I think it's like eight months. How is it eight months? Because like because water takes place during the winter. Okay, and then Earth takes place during spring, and then f- fire takes place during summer. Then how is it eight months? No, he's saying the like whole story the whole is eight show months. Is like oh, six yeah. to eight oh, months. Not oh, okay. just yeah, yeah. You were you know, oh, so you were on a work? different topic. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, bitter work. That was like six months. Well, because, <laughs> because Sokka was stuck in the in in the ground. I don't one. How would he get stuck in in the ground? I never understood that. Did the did the freaking moose lion cub like earth bend him into the ground or he like fell into a crack and then the, the crack opened up. It's a cartoon, man. Dude, <laughs> potholes, man. It's a cartoon. I, I, but like, how how long were they training? And then and then how long was Sokka in that crack? Because I think it was more than a day. <laughs> that would suck so bad. <laughs> like I'm gonna have to eat my own leg off to get out of here. How he's stuck in a yeah. crack? Yeah. He's gonna get eaten by ants or something. That's funny. <laughs> I I, th- I think you're probably right. Maybe it's like seasonal. I mean, I I, I think that episode in particular. Yeah, because how long did it take him to master earthbending? Or well, no, he mastered. never mastered earthbending. Well, I mean, I mean, according to Toph, he never mastered it. In, in this, I mean, episodes. not on her level. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just Toph being kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, she know. does say his earthbending could use work, though. Yeah, later on. Yeah, that's like the last episode. She says that. But she's he's not he's never going to be as good as she is. That's the whole. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. Well, I, I, nobody I is. Well, in her mind, nobody ever could be. Right. So a little I mean, arrogance. She's kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> so if, so if if uh, Iroh was successful in the siege of Bossing say, I think the story still kind of plays out the same as far as the Fire Lord dynamic. I think that there's an attempt on Iroh's life. Right. I think that whether or not it's successful, I mean, that can split off the story into two different ways. But I, I think ultimately Zuko still gets banished. 
right? Because the the Ursa I mean, thing. Because Ozai still hates Zuko. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and as a Fire Lord or as a Fire Royalty, he still has the power to banish people. So. And I mean, not if he's not Fire Lord. No. Yeah. He, but yeah, we, he can banish people. Yeah, but I could. I could. Iroh could trump that. Yeah. That like, decision. Be like, no. Yeah. I think Zuko, if, if Iroh was, was Fire Lord, Zuko would have a higher position in Iroh's cabinet, so to speak. Oh, yeah, you think, think he'd so have too. a higher position over even Ozai? I think he would mentor. I think he would. Yeah. I think he would mentor Zuko yeah. still. Make him the right hand man, how, how Ozai made Azula the right hand yeah. to him? Yeah. That's how we could have gotten that. a cool Luten. Is it Luten or Loten? Luten. Luten. A uh, cool Luten. Uh, Zuko team Zuko up. Zuko team up. I think that would have been dope. Versus Ozai and Azula. <laughs> I mean, maybe at some point the the turning point of of uh, Zuko is at like season two. Luten is killed Ooh. because they go on these these adventures or whatever, trying to find the Avatar, or however you want to you know whatever, and they get this closer bond. But then he's you know he's murdered by like say Azula. So no matter what, Luten dies and Iroh has to change a heart. Luten has to die for Iroh to have a change of heart, you though. think so? Yeah. Or what if it... Uh, okay. if Zuko dies okay, instead no. of Luten. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. All right. The Fire Nation has essentially <laughs> won the war. Okay? Right. Right? So when Katara and uh, Sokka discover the Avatar, Luten, Zuko, and Azula are sent to capture him. As a trio. Oh, man. That would have been dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be sick, dude. Yeah. Because the Fire Sages know that when the Avatar returns. Right. So, And that's Prince Luten, not Prince Zuko. Right. Oh, yeah. You're right. Right. So, Prince Luten. So Luten then becomes the main protagonist or antagonist. antagonist. I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I I think Luten would be a uh, an extension of Iroh. So he would be the voice of reason while they're on their adventures. Zuko would play the middle ground because this is just how, uh, from what we know, how the characters are, are designed. Uh, and then... Uh, Az- Azula is the wild card. Azula is the wild card. Okay, so yeah. Iroh says, I'm sending you guys on this mission and my son Luten's going with you to make sure everything's straight. Or, or yeah, or, or Luten is like is a, a general and then... The Zuko and, and and Azula are part of the army with them, and they just go on this this adventure. Yeah, and then maybe Azula, like pl- while they're out, plots against Luten because Luten doesn't want to kill the Avatar, you know. So she tries to kill Luten, or she does kill Luten, therefore so, changing the heart of Zuko. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I love it, dude. <laughs> why, why, why is the goal to kill the Avatar? Because like they just reincarn- reincarnate. So you're gonna run into the same problem. The whole, I mean, I would imagine that you'd want to get the the avatar back into the the Fire, the Nation, Fire Nation cycle, right? Right. Yeah. It's pretty brutal because they'd have to go through two two nations two cycles. Yeah. No, three. The one before. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have control of every single mm-hmm. nation, nation, that's easy to do, right? Ooh, that be, that be, then that becomes kind of like a uh, 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 beast of men. Have you seen that? Uh huh. Or Nation of Men, the movie with Idris Elba? No. Oh, dude. I don't know. It, well, the story is that, like, like the, wor- the world's infertile. <laughs> Spoilers. But there's only one person who's able to have a baby, and, like, they're, like the whole world's trying to get that, that person that's pregnant. <laughs> right? What? <laughs> what? No, it's super dope. It's actually super dope. Okay. Yeah. That's funny because Shadow and Bone is, is very similar in that, in that 
aspect. Yeah, it's not as lame as I'm making it sound. It's not okay. as lame as I'm making it sound. Shadow Bone's not lame at all. So it would be kind of like the whole world trying to protect that person against sure. against uh, protecting this little young avatar against the Fire Nation, all hiding them across different nations. That's and how that. That's kind of how it goes down, anyway. Kind of, but he's like, no he, he gets treated like shit everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah, like I'm watching season two, and he's trying to get into bossing say. <laughs> And they're like, nah, fuck you. Like, what are you talking about? He's the goddamn avatar. Like, let him through. We got to remember, the, the, it's 100 years. These are generations of people who have not grown up without sure. an avatar. Sure. It's, yeah. You know? But I get it. It's like, come on, dude. But, like, it, it's known that he's the, that Aang is the avatar, and Aang is traveling with two Southern Water Tribe people, and then they show up at the gates of Bossing Say. With two water tribe people and a Bayfong, and they're like, "Nah, <laughs> fuck off." I don't know. So, real quick though, on the uh, Luten and the Zula and Zuko thing. So Zuko's there not from banishment, just on military orders, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah, he's there because yeah. And either way, Luten's still either getting plot. Somebody's plotting to kill him, or he dies. Right. And so the story still kind of plays out the same. Story, I think the story still kind of plays out the same, but like, uh, oh, hold on. Oh, oh. <laughs> Ozai, Ozai and Azula are working closer together to overthrow Iroh. Yep. Yeah. yep. And like kill Luten. Yep. And then, and, and then Zuko is stuck in the middle because he yep. loves Iroh and he loves his family. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Ozai's so the same, working, the same Ozai's working to kill <laughs> Iroh. What's that? Ozai's working to kill Iroh right. while they're out on the mission right. through Azula. And he does Azula doesn't... takes out Lu Ten, Ozai takes out Iroh. And then you're left and Zuko's yeah. left there like yeah, yeah, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Ozai Or at least o- tries to take out Iroh. Maybe Iroh gets away and Zuko finds I'm him. I'm gonna say like story. Yeah, Ozai yeah. Over- yeah, yeah, yeah. overthrows Iroh. He's no longer the Fire Lord. Ozai is the Fire Lord. And then Iroh has to go in hiding with the white lotus or whatever. Yeah. And I then think... him and Zuko still link up. Sure. Zuko still got the same conflict against his his daddy issues and and his honor I, I and think, all that. I but think, then they go track down the avatar and they teach him firebending. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Fuck a, John John. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the the Jamie Lannister thing where he goes and and he's like I'm going to fight for good. Yeah, and, and then, then it, he and then he just shits <laughs> the bed afterwards. <laughs> and then you know totally ruined. Oh man. Bad story. <laughs> I remember when we were talking about the two, we were like, Zuko, this is Zuko. Oh, man. That was, he was my favorite character on that show. And like, I can't. I don't want to go down this rabbit (laughs) hole, man. I I just want to point out, isn't it such a weird thing? Like, like look at Avatar that's done really well and still relevant. And immediately after season eight of Game of Thrones, like, Like, it's it's just like gone. It's gone. I don't want to, I don't want to watch any season of Game of Thrones anymore. Yeah. Because I know how bad the final season yeah. is. Yeah. The ending ruined it. Yep. Completely. I, it, I've, it, I've never rewatched it since. It was like, before it came out, I rewatched the series. We watched think, it like, like five, five, six times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, every single time a new season came out, we watched the entire season. Right. Oh Our right. Entire, entire series. Yeah. You guys are mad. Dude, I, I loved Game of Thrones yeah, dude, so much. That was so much fun. <laughs> anyway. You can redeem can, a good, a bad a bad story and a bad beginning, but you can't redeem a good, a bad ending. Nope. And that's, that's what happened. Anyway, back to Avatar. <laughs> I actually really love this fan fiction we're putting together right oh, now, yeah, dude. dude. Oh yeah. That whole Reddit thread that we're kind of kicked this conversation off is full of this stuff. I, my favorite one, because I, I read through it the other night was like, what if Toph wasn't blind? <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, then she's not OP. Yeah, right. Well, okay. Okay. No, I don't, I don't agree with that. Well, 
I, I kind of agree with that. Because I, I think Lin and Suyin are better earthbenders than Toph. Oh. I think they, I, because they, bo- they both know seismic sense. So Kuvira as well? Do you I don't think in? Kuvira knows seismic sense. Yes, she does. There's I no way she does. We don't see her do it. We don't see her use it so ever. We can't assume but we that. But we see Lin and Suyin use it. Right? You we see all, Suyin use it. You can almost assume all... Uh, I know yeah. Suyin does it. I know Lin does it for sure. Lin, uh, does, it. Lin does it for sure. I'm pretty sure Suyin does it. Too. But we can... I think it's fair to assume most members of the Metal Clan know that... Know Size that. makes sense? Yeah. I, it's, but what makes Toph OP? Her seismic sense. Her seismic sense. I think uh, I think that uh, she would have learned seismic sense either way. She would have ran to the cave. The badger moles would have found her. She would have learned it either but way. Why Why would she have run to the cave? There was no reason for her to run to the cave at all. Well, cause, yeah, because cause they're ashamed of her because of her blindness, so that's why she runs away. Right. Uh, I thought she ran away. Just I thought she just got lost. No, I thought she had like some issue with her parents. Mm. I thought her parents were... Mm. If I'm, I mean, am I, are we I wrong? think I, I thought she ran away. Yeah, I thought she ran away. Oh, I don't, I can't remember. Uh, whatever. She wouldn't have met the badger moles at this at this point. Right. She would have been taught uh, earthbending by that one teacher. That guy, one teacher, and he kind of sucks. So not OP, not OP. She wouldn't have learned seismic sense. Not OP. Yeah, I don't think Toph is no longer OP. I don't think she would have been relevant nope. at that point. Maybe we would have seen Boulder <laughs> with Train. with Avatar. Uh, Avatar. I would have liked to see that. That would have been fun. Or maybe we even see Boomy train the Avatar. Ooh. I want more Boomy. Always. Always want more Boomy. Dang it. I'm like, I'm like, well, Mashu's already been captured. I'm like, wait, we're off of this. <laughs> we're not in this timeline anymore. I'm like, I'm taking it as just like canon. This is what happened. <laughs> not OP top. So what if uh, what if uh, now that Korra split from the uh, Avatar lineage, what if it creates a multiverse in which there are the potential for other avatars to then come into the the real world with Korra or whatever avatar follows? Huh? How would we that? Okay. How does how does that happen? How would an avatar an avatar come back into the real world? Well, we have the spirit portal in the real world open now. Uh, but I th- I thought we agreed that avatars or past avatars aren't really spirits. Oh, that's right. They're all Vat. They're all uh, not Vatu. They're all uh, well. They're all Rava. inside Rava. Rava. Yeah, that wouldn't work. That would <laughs> debunked. Debunked. Immediately. Quick debunked. You know what? I you guys gotta remind me. They uh, we gotta find the artist that's doing that. What if comic where it's it's uh flip-flopped and and it's azula and zuko discover the avatar and it's the water tribe that starts the war we need to find that artist because like they're putting together like a a whole comic series and it's really really well done of this just fan fiction what a what if scenario right and we need to give credit to that artist next time next episode we'll we'll make sure we look that up (laughs) right as we always do i like how and that that the picture that's always on reddit it's like Sokka has like a the scar. a scar over his eye. But it's that's how you know like, he's bad. Yeah. <laughs> evil, evil Sokka. It's like the alternate. Yeah, yeah. It's the alternate. They meet. And they're like, uh, they're like, I think he's bad. You know, or you know, I know he's bad. He's got a scar. Uh, have you guys ever watched Community? Uh, yeah, they they bit. do that where there's an evil timeline and all of them just have goatees. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude. evil goatees. <laughs> that show is super meta. Yeah, yeah, it gets ridiculous. I, I love it. So let's go. Do you want to go down the what if of uh, 
if if Azula and I think Zuko we got were, one more. were the good guys. Uh no, let's let's save that for when we when we pulled up artist. Okay, when that'll be its own dedicated yeah. what if. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cuz that's a big one. I mean, we have we have our dedicated what if on the Red Lotus capturing Korra. So, yeah. We should have a dedicated what if to this other timeline cuz I think it's fucking cool. Mm, all right. I like the series we're starting. I think we're going to incorporate that. You know, we have our trivia series, we have our versus who, you know, Avatar Showdown series. I think the what if series is going to be good. Another I like one it. to throw in the rotation. Why don't we do another Avatar Showdown? Mm, when we get more Avatar characters, dude, we've done them all. <laughs> we talked about Ozai versus Zaheer on the live show, and that is a very hot topic. Yeah, I, I can't believe we didn't think of that. I had that conversation outside of the show with just with people, and, and yeah, it got heated. <laughs> so Oz, Ozai is the most, uh, in Atla, is the most powerful firebender, right? Because mm-hmm. it's stated that he, right. uh-huh. that he is the right. most powerful firebender. Basically, 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 you could argue Iroh, but Iroh says, I don't know if I could be my brother. He's, I mean, because he's younger. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's safe to say that, yes, Ozai is the, the most powerful firebender. Yeah, I think aggression goes a long way in firebending, you know, because right? you control, you're controlled agree, aggression, yeah. though. Iroh's, I think, too passive to beat his, to beat his brother. Yeah, but Iroh's seen the secret of firebending. True. So he doesn't need aggression. To source his power, right? Yeah, I'm just thinking athleticism plays a factor. <laughs> yeah, <fight>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Ozai's pretty swole. <laughs> yeah. If anything else, he'll like punch him out before he bends him to to a crisp. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So we if we're not going to do that, what if? What? What if? Is there any big ones that stand out? Anyone's Is there one on, in there that's like the funny? <laughs> that's there, like. Or one that's just outrageous and we can rip I wanna, it apart. I, I want a a, uh, a Kiyoshi what if. That's what I want. A Kiyoshi what if. Well, yeah. we have the, we do have one funny Kiyoshi what if. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what? I know. What if the table that Ranji <laughs> threw off of the off of off of the wall actually did kill that guy? Then <laughs> Iroh takes over bossing say. <laughs> here we are. Yep. I mean, then that would make her. She would have been a murderer at that point. She would have been a murderer. Or labeled a murderer for yeah. sure. She maybe she would happen... have more closely adopted the the Dao Fai way of life when she's outcast from the but Fire Nation. But doesn't that happen in Shadows? I believe that happens in Shadows in the Fire Nation. Yeah, it happens in the Fire Nation. Yeah, they're at the Fire Nation Palace when right. when she throws right. it off. But but it doesn't kill anybody. No, no. So what happens? Or are they just like, well, it was an accident. She's the Avatar. It wasn't Kiyoshi that threw it over. It was Ranji, wasn't Kiyoshi it? Kiyoshi definitely would have taken credit for it, though. Said, I'm the one that I'm threw the one it. that did yeah. it. Yeah. To save, to save uh, Ranji's, Rangi. Ranji's Rangi. honor. Rangi's honor. How is it in the audiobook? Is it Rangi? Rangi, yeah. God damn. It's saying Rangi, dude. I'm it's Rangi. I mean, how I'm is sticking it Rangi? with it. Man, you guys suck. Because I read, Ian. <laughs> that's why. Because I read it. And I'm like, huh, that's Ranji. Ranji sounds more uh, like it sounds like it's the name out of the Avatar verse. I don't think so. Yeah, Rongi sounds Rongi, Rongi. <laughs> bro. It's so stupid. Ranji is righty. Yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is that I, I'm guessing at some point in time the person reading the audiobook has talked to FCE. Yeah. So, how do you pronounce this name? How do you pronounce that name? Well, okay. I'm we not thought... saying Jinju. I'm saying <laughs> Jianzu. It's Jen, Jinju. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Jinju. Let's, and it's Jinju. Kiyoshi. <laughs> not Kiyoshi. It's very like anime. Yeah. Kiyoshi. It's definitely anime. Oh, my God. Um, we did have a what if on the live stream for, for Kiyoshi. What if uh, we were saying what if uh, 
You're losing it. Who's the gray hand guy? The guy that's supposed to be the avatar, but wasn't. Oh, uh, uh, Yoon. What if Yoon? What was the one that we talked about? What if Yoon? Um, what didn't die? Okay, here's one. Here's one off the top. Then, what if Yoon did not fuse with uh, Father Glowworm? I don't think he would have gone evil. He would have died in the spirit world because Father Glowworm would have killed him. Oh, that's true. Because he. Well, let's just say the Father Glowworm thing didn't. What if the Father Glowworm scenario didn't happen? Like, not not that it didn't happen because I think that that was important to Kyoshi's overall story. But like, what if Father Glowworm didn't suck in uh, Yoon? And try to, try Dude, to consume I think, him. I think Jinju would have killed Yoon or tried to kill him. Either way. Either way. Because I don't think so. I think it's it's because he he went so hard on the fact that Yoon was the Avatar that he he loses face. Right. He has to kill he him. He has to kill he, him at that point. Other people can't know right. that he was wrong. He right. said that he didn't want to do that, but he knew that Father Glorum was going to kill whoever was not the Avatar. He said he didn't want this to happen. I mean, that may be him being a diplomat and sure. saying those things. But if we take it for face value, he didn't want anybody to die. He just knew Father Glorum. I don't going know about do that. that. I think I think Genji was a, was a dick. I don't know. I think he took uh, Kiyoshi uh, and Yoon to see Father Glowworm because he knew Father Glowworm was going to want a sacrifice at the end, and whoever wasn't the Avatar, he, it was going to be payment and no skin off his nose. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, he does kill all the Earth nobles, right? So, or at least not at least a portion of them that were plotting against him. Hmm. <laughs> so if you synchronized tombs, I like. So that. if Yoon, uh, so Yoon uh, didn't. So let's say Yoon didn't die. Father Glowworm's thing didn't happen. You're saying he would not have turned evil. Well, if if Yoon if Yoon didn't absorb Father Glowworm, Father Glowworm would have absorbed Yoon. Right. That's how that fight well, ended. Well, they, they were trying. They were going to fuse, and then, like, Yoon tricked him or something. I was actually kind of confused at that part. So was I. Yeah, I'm a little confused. No, I'm like, saying, what if the fight between Yoon and Father Glorum didn't happen? The fight between it didn't happen. The, so the only way that the fight would not have happened, in my opinion, is that he's not sucked in to the spirit world by Father Glowworm. Okay, 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 okay. What if, what happens to Yoon after if if they all just agree that, oh, yeah, actually, we're wrong. Kiyoshi's the Avatar. He doesn't have to take her to Father Glowworm to find out for sure. What does John Zoo now do with Yoon? You know what I'm saying? Okay, hold on. Say that. So, so, so after, because after the showdown with Tagaka, they, they do some tests. All right, let's say, like, Hiran tries to make her. Hiran. Hiran, whatever. <laughs> tries to make her uh, light the lint on fire. What if that works? And then they're like, okay, you are the Avatar. So they don't have to go to Father they Glowworm. They don't have to go to Father Glowworm. What did they do with you? I don't think Jianzu could just straight up kill him because – Not if they're on the island. Because ha- right. the whole reason why he, he separated them from the rest, from Hiran and and uh, and uh, Kelsang, in order to right. kill him. So he would have to devise some other way to separate them. And at that point, it would be too obvious that he was trying to kill whoever was not the Avatar. Right. He couldn't pull it off. Right. So Yoon doesn't turn evil. Yoon doesn't turn evil, and he doesn't get killed either. Does does he teach Kiyoshi Earth earthbending at that point? Yeah. Because he, uh, he well, she was she saying would learn he, from Jonzu. See, I always thought that was that was a missed opportunity. I I thought it would have been fucking dope if Kiyoshi learned Earth, you know, like refine her earthbending uh, through Jonzu. I thought that would have been dope. Yeah, because I mean, he did get he did train the other. He's he a cold blooded killer. He trained Karuk. <laughs> right. 
And he trained and trained Yoon. And the whole reason but, why they thought Yoon was the Avatar for so long is because his earthbending was so powerful. So powerful. Right. He was able to like what write in the sand next like uh, he was like off in the distance yeah. and he's and he's writing like stuff to Kiyoshi in the sand. No other earthbender that she knew could do that. Yeah. I think well, it was it in the sand or he was actually creating writing in the air with rocks, I think, or something like that. Or was I he think writing it's definitely in, writing in the sand. Writing in the sand. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like the rocks are like forming. Oh so. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she wouldn't have had to go to the Flying Opera Company, right? Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have learned any kind of dust stepping or anything like that. She would have learned all the, the traditional. Pre- preci- yeah, traditional and precision uh, earthbending through through Yoon and Jianju. She wouldn't have been this would raw have, power. You know what? Would have made for a way lamer story. <laughs> <laughs> it actually really would have. But I would have liked to see more Yoon, though. I, in Shadow of Kyoshi, I thought the Yoon part was was the best part of the whole book. At the Fire Palace, like no, all, when it any any time that he's on screen or oh. on screen, yeah. anytime you, he's in the story, it, it's the best part. His fight with Father Glowworm, fucking amazing. When he comes back into the into the uh, real world and and he's asking for water, and yeah. they like oh. that. See, that's the one time that you're well, not the one time. It's like. I guess the second time you're sitting there uh, rooting for Yoon, even though you know he's going to be the bad guy in the book. So you're like, yeah, fuck this guy up. He takes the ladle and just pours water over his head. Yeah, like, dude, fuck you, bro. Give me some water. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, fuck his ass up, Yoon. Kill him. I want to see (laughs) Avatar Studios needs to do the Kyoshi stories. They need to do the Kyoshi stories. It's never going to happen. Yeah, not on Paramount. Never going to (laughs) happen. Come on. Just one time. (laughs) <laughs> it would be super good. They're gonna though. they're gonna have that, that Deadpool moment where yeah. it's like, oh shit, rated R cells? I'm like, yeah, it fucking does. Yeah, that would be great. And then we get a rated R Kiyoshi. It's like that's the And fan it opens base now. up it opens up with Kiyoshi taking down uh Yoon? just like sh- no shadows where she takes down Mock's underground oh, base. Oh yeah. And it's just like a uh like she's like a phantom in that, you know? Oh yeah, that's cool. Be dope. Ooh. Avatar Yang Chen is not here. You just, I am. You just hear the fans and big footsteps. Oh my god! I that's how that scene played out to me. It was so sick. Is it, oh, is yeah. it like the the Darth Vader scene in Rogue One? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you that's just exactly see these fans, just like shink. It's super dope. That's actually one of my favorite scenes in the both novels. Is the opening scene really of Shadow? I yeah. drew Kiyoshi really? draws one fan. Two would have been a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. And and well, and the way they describe it's like. You just hear big feet stomping down the hallway. <laughs> and she doesn't use the hallways, by the way. She doesn't use the doors. She goes, like, She's straight down. burrowing through yeah. the through the earth to get from room to room. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, my God. So badass. Freaking mock. I think that'll do it for our what if segments for now. I mean, those are some fun high-level ones, but we're going to get some very specific I, episodes. I going. definitely think we should ask the community any more what ifs. Where I want to write down some of these what ifs. In, mm-hmm. that, in that Reddit thread. But if anyone else has any what-ifs that we haven't talked about, I definitely want to hear it. Yeah. And a lot of them in the thread are very, like, real quick, like, what if Azula was good and stuff like that. Right. You know, that aren't really too deep, but there's some there's some pretty big ones that we can jump into for sure. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great input, Ricky. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. I, I you know, I couldn't have said it better, statements. actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I completely, I completely blanked out. Well, me and me and Ian both looked at you like, all right, say something. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we can wrap up the episode then for today. Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow. 
the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce Z on Instagram. With that being said, you ready to get out of here? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Thank you.